Okay, I pressed the button. We're recording. Hello, Miss Imani. We're in here. What's up? Hey, hey. Welcome to episode six. Oh my gosh. We've made it six episodes. Can you believe it? Yeah. Me too. It's been fun. <laughs> it's been fun, but I can believe it. I hear most podcasts um, go, like people stop at seven. Like they just give up at seven. That's what I've heard. At seven episodes? That's like the typical time. What is it with seven? They say seven years is like the average like lifespan of a marriage too oh my gosh yeah i don't know it's an odd number that's seven 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 is the number of completion also yes so we're we're almost there so as long as we make it next time i think we're good i think we'll be fine fine. yeah i think (laughs) we're fine so how was your week what's going on with snail you want to know what's new the baby Yes. (gasps) Yes. <gasps> Kobe has made his arrival. How is he? On January 2nd at like 5 a.m. How's the mom? How's she doing? She's good. She yeah. so she's at home now. Kobe is home now. He was he was in the hospital for a little bit cuz he was he was uh like small. He was really small. Oh, okay. And so all of his energy, it was taking all of his energy to like eat. Oh. So He's home. He's adorable. Yeah. And usually n- newborns are like weird looking. Yes. And very much. I won't say ugly because they're so precious. They're just but like they're just like alien odd. looking. Yeah. They're just odd. Yeah. And smushed. But he's really cute. Yeah. Very cute. Yay. So. Well, congrats, cousin. Yes. What's her name? Porsche. Porsche. Congrats, mm-hmm. Porsche. So um, I can't wait to meet him yeah he's so small i just want to i just want to pinch him yeah but, oh good um, yeah so baby number two is coming in april <gasps> soon yeah and they're sisters so okay that's that'll be fun for the cousins mm-hmm. growing up yeah that's what happened with me i'm three months apart from my cousin my mom's sister's mm-hmm. kids and then my sister is two months from our her like they're two months apart as well so we had just like an extra set of uh, sisters. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That'll it's be super fun. fun. So I'm excited. Uh, what else is new? Not much. Work is cool. Yeah. How's it going? I know I you really... just started last time we talked and it was going well. Yeah. I really like it. It's nice to have something that is not sitting at home. Yes. I bet. A lot of interesting people in Santa Monica, let me tell you. And is it majority of, because it's a car rental company, is it mm-hmm. majority like tourists? Because I know right now with Corona, it's kind of hard to be a tourist in LA. We get people who are like going on road trips or like retail is what they call them. Okay. And then we have like 50% insurance customers. So like somebody oh. hit their car or yeah. they're getting work done, whatever. Oh, that's fun. So it's cool. Yeah, you I had, like it. Yeah, I had this guy today. I, it, he's a doctor, and I forgot what kind of doctor he said. But uh, I was like, "Tell me, whenever I get doctors, I'm always like, tell me the craziest thing you've seen, mm. like working." And he said, "The craziest thing he's seen is a 27 year old man came in, and he was pregnant with his own twin." yeah how so basically it's called he said it's called as a it's a really rare condition called 
fetus in fetu. And it's like... This has happened to other people? Yes. And it's like when they're twins, but one twin grows inside the other twin. Not separately. So he was like... So they like removed this thing that obviously was like human matter, I guess, for lack of a better term. And it just looked like a monster. Of course, it wasn't living, but like it was like... That was technically his twin. Was it still growing? Yeah. So he had to get it removed. So, uh, huh. It's really huh. interesting. If you really, if you're not squeamish, you can like Google fetus in fetu. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll pass. That's kind of. Yeah, kind of. it kind of ruined. <laughs> I won't say it ruined my day, but don't look at the images if no. you like, don't, don't like mm-hmm. gross looking things. I don't think I'd like that. Yeah, because I can do, like I'm, I'm not I'm not terrible with blood, but like if I, like I'm more better with like blood than I am, like a piece of metal stuck in somebody's body. Like that creeps me out more than like a cut. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like some like, yeah, I don't like anything gushy, anything like. <laughs> I'll do suspense. <laughs> I'll do anything else except I don't like gore. Like gory, I don't really. It's, it doesn't bother me, but I don't like to see people's like bones getting broken or uh, like injuries. Ooh, no, I can't watch people get injured. It's like, ugh, no, it's nasty. I accidentally watched somebody, um, what's it called? Uh, dislocate their shoulder and then they put it back in and I was like, oh, not accidentally. I was there, but like, I didn't, I, I didn't know the person. I was literally a bystander <laughs> and he was like, oh my gosh, I have to pop it in. He goes, Poof. And I was like, wait, that's so gross. I don't know. I, that's probably the more common one of them. But like anything like that, I just, it creeps me out. It's a no. It's yeah. A no for Robin. No, I'll pass. All right. What's new with you? I'm officially 24. Yeah. Yes. My birthday was last. Kobe year. Yes. I'm here to party. Hopefully. 21. <laughs> Let's get this going. No, it was really fun. Um, On my birthday, it was on Saturday. I had, um, I filmed my friend's wedding on my birthday and it was honestly so much fun. I went up to Fresno, first time I've ever been up there and it was really, really fun. Even though I was technically working on my birthday, it was just, it, I first off love this family, everything about this family. They are just the most welcoming, loving, caring, just godly people and i just love them so much and the bride was stunning shout out to sunny she her name's sunny like how cute is that like (laughs) i love her and um yeah it was really fun and i road tripped with my friend langley and it was just fun we make it we made a weekend out of it hit up la and um on our way back and just explored la a bit and went to the melrose trading post and it was just a fun fun time but yeah i am so backed up with work and editing i have two weddings to edit and then i have another wedding i'm shooting next week and then it's just it's it's hustle season crunch time yeah but it's good i like having something to do yeah so that's true yeah it's been good i feel older like you you know (laughs) i honestly do like i'm no longer well i'm no longer in my early 20s i'm in my mid 20s i was thinking that like I feel like I should have way more of my life together. I'm in my mid. Okay, but you're at the, you're like one week into your mid twenties. I still feel it, like the <laughs> pressure. No, but it's fun. Like I feel, um, I feel, like 
I don't know, more mature, I guess. Like, I'm not... I don't know. It, it happened overnight. I, it honestly did. <laughs> it did. I felt 24, like, six months into being 23, honestly. But no, it's it's good. It's been really fun. Thank God for another year. Yeah, happy to be here. Praise the Lord. Happy to be here. Um, Do you want to get into some music discoveries? Yes. My favorite segments. Guys, honestly, I think about who I'm going to... I think really hard about who I put in music discovery. What you got? This week, I got Jasmine Sullivan. Do you know who that is? I don't think I've ever heard of her. Ooh, this woman. Okay, you have TikTok. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad. I think a couple months ago... There was like this viral. Okay, I love music and I love hearing like hole in the wall. I shouldn't say hole in the wall, but like people who aren't famous. Yeah. Like just have like I love to hear like their voices because they are so talented, even though they don't write music or they're not like technically musicians, but like yeah, their voices are amazing. So all the little like vocal challenges on TikTok. I was watching them for a good while. The vocal challenges. Yeah. Like there was an Usher challenge, the Climax challenge, where you had to like hit that. Do you know that song, Climax? Honestly, it can't come to my brain right now. Well, it's an insanely high note. That Usher hits. That Usher hits. Got it. So the challenge was like, you got to hit the notes like Usher. Got it. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So there was one with Jasmine Sullivan called the Insecure Challenge and... In that song, she hits like like 15 notes in this run. Oh my gosh. Okay. Like it's crazy. So it made me really happy because uh, let's see when, when Jasmine, so when I first heard about her, I was in elementary school or middle school. So I've been a fan for a long time. Okay. But she just came out with a new EP. And it's called Hotels. Hotels? Yes. Uh-uh. And it is so good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was ho like H O E. But it's not. it's spelled weird. It's spelled like uh H E A U X. Yeah. I was like, but what? It's so good. And uh let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, wow. There's a lot on here. She got 14 songs on here. Yeah, it's good. Oh, yeah, good. it just came out on the 8th. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And um, so, I, as I always say, I'm a fan of songwriters. Mm-hmm. She, like, her lyrics are, like, the, she's the kind of person that she will write a song about a breakup, and then you feel like you just went through a breakup. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And having no breakup experience. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, it just gets you. Yeah. Because like if you are a empath, which I feel like I have very strong empath mm-hmm. emotions. Tendencies. So Yes, that's yes. the word, tendencies. So when I listen to stuff like that, I'm just like, oh my gosh. I feel every word. Yeah. So that's how she is. So it's good. Let's see. Let's see if I can get like this part of her song. So you can hear how many notes she can hit. What's the song called? It's called Pick Up Your Feelings. Okay. That's one of her hits. 
and it's just it's amazing I got no room for extra baggage Don't forget to come and pick up your feelings Don't leave no pieces You need to hurry and pick up your feelings While I'm up cleaning Boy, please I love her! Yeah. Oh my so, gosh! Point is She's great! She's She just like the way that she sings a song makes you want to know like dang who who, who hurt that? you yeah, yeah like who who is this man yeah so it's really cool and like that specific ep it has like in between every song is like a different woman's story oh interesting and this like so it's like a woman tells her story and then the next song after that is like a song about that story it's awesome oh wow that's that's cool it's she's a song she's kind of like a storyteller Mm -hmm. even though it may not be her own stories exactly that's 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 why it's called hotels make um oh my gosh Mm -hmm. that is genius i didn't even put that Mm -hmm. together wow good for her that makes me happy that she's artistry next level yes wowie thank you for introducing i might have to check her out later do you only got the one yep you got for us i got this artist i just found him actually like monday and his uh name d is d l g d is in dog l g and um i found this song inside of my eyelids that's what it's called i was just reading that and i was like hmm interesting (laughs) yeah i know he's um i don't know how i found him I honestly don't know how he popped up. Oh, I know. His song White Adidas popped up on my Discovery. Uh, my Spotify mm. Discovery on Monday. That makes sense. And so I didn't really... I didn't hate White Adidas, but I was like, I like the sound, but I don't know about the song. So I went and just looked up his um, uh, other songs he has. And Inside of My Eyelids is his... I think it's most played song. And this is what it sounds like. Still got plenty it's a very summer song that i'm currently just gonna say that rocking out in winter i'm on this like fly like it makes me feel like i'm flying i had a couple of those last week too i was gonna say there was oh man can't remember the name and i listened to it because i was like i want the whole song the one that i did last week yeah oh but it was wait was it last week it could have been it, it may not have been it was last week i did oh no ali and aj was last week it was probably nope, it locals only one. sound move with move with me yes that's such a good song i yes. still listen to it every day <laughs> every morning hey and that was that was that was a month ago yeah i still listen to it it's just such a good song consistency yes Love it. that is me but yeah i really liked him and then um there was one other song that i found that i really enjoyed it is by the artist um bad child and the song is also called bad child funky 
Loki. You know what I've noticed? What's that? You, like, the songs that you pick are, like, equally, like, um, like musically artistic as they are vocally. Oh, my gosh. You noticed. Okay. Yeah. Because... Like, they, like... I'm very... They're great vocals, but they're also great, like... Like the instruments. Musically. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's something actually fun fact when it comes to music. I hear that first. So I know a lot of people hear lyrics and hear, you know, what the song means mm-hmm. and everything. That's actually like my fourth, fifth, sixth thing that I listen to. Which sometimes really? isn't good because I like rock out to songs <laughs> where I'm like, that's Ew. what they said. <laughs> like I, I learn it later on. But I, when I first hear the song, I picture where I can listen to it in what mm. environment and what location and what situation I can listen to it in. So like, I don't know, like Jesse Ray is dope. I see me dancing to that at the gym, like in between sets of weights or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like the, like another song I see me driving down PCH in Malibu. Like that's what I see first. Like, okay, where can I listen to this? That would, it would be perfect. Cause I am also a video creator. So mm-hmm. music is a very large yeah. piece of video and it actually dictates the feeling and emotions of the video. So that's how that's I see it. a great point. Yeah. So I hear everything sound wise, instruments, situations, and then lyrics are later. So that's why I think wow. I like EDM too, because it's all instruments. And I can't get with EDM. And that's okay. It's like, so I tried, I really did. Yeah. But it's just like, like it's, I'm like the complete opposite. Yeah. I hear the lyrics yeah. first. Yeah. And then, like, as I listen to the song, then I'm, like, picking up on the, like, the background. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, like, this just makes it even better because sure. it's a holistic, like, piece. It's yeah. so good. There's been a lot of middle school songs that I listen to now where I'm just, like, I was 13 years old and bumping this. Like, I had no idea what they were inquiring <laughs> or, like, saying about these women. Like, I I listen now and I'm just, oh. I'm very concern but yeah i listen to the beat yeah. i listen to i'm one of those unfortunately but that's not a bad thing i think i appreciate that honestly like you're you're songwriters i'm producers you know like yes. i can appreciate the, pro- the and i know what goes into it like i have a bunch of producer friends i know exactly how much work and effort and every little beep boop yeah. is put there specifically for a reason so i think i can appreciate it a little bit more than typical yes. people which makes so much, I'm just having a whole bunch of realizations. An epiphany. Because like, <laughs> I really like to write. So, oh my like, gosh. So yeah, makes so, sense. So like what stands out to me is that they wrote, like that they were able to take that emotion and like compile it into like lyrics. Yep. That it just makes perfect sense. And that's why I'm so happy there's such a vast variety of music because literally just us two we see music completely different. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that there's something for everybody. Like legit, there is music for everybody out there. Yes. Which is really cool. I've never, I have met somebody who said they did not like music. Yeah. I've, Period. I, I, I have friends that like, I just don't listen to it. Like if it's in the background or whatever, but like that's a big part of my life. It, it helps me dictate like, what my entire day. Time? It's like, excuse me. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. Actually, speaking of musical artists, so are, you still don't have social media, right? I have it. I just don't. You, do. um, you don't keep up? Not really. The reason I. 
The reason I downloaded it was because I had a friend who was moving and he was like, he's like, what's your Instagram? And he was like, you're on private. Can you go accept it? So I just downloaded it to do that. Okay. And of course I got sucked into looking at what everybody was doing. And I had so many friends who were like pregnant. And I was oh. like, I want to see what their babies look like. Uh, okay. But, anyway. but you don't keep up on like trending topics, really? No. Okay. So like I said, going from music, uh, recently this past week, uh, Kanye West has been in the tabloids because him and Kim are going, we're going, there's the talk of them getting a divorce. I don't know if it's official or not. I didn't do too much research. Yeah. But do you know who Jeffree Star is? I know that name, but I don't know why. He's a makeup artist and he, he, he dresses very like, um, like, like a lot of girl clothes. Like Mm -hmm. he's not transgender. He's just gay that likes to wear makeup and wigs Mm -hmm. and everything like that. And he's actually really pretty, like very pretty. He's all tattooed up. If you Google him, you might, you might recognize him. But he has um, Jeffree Star Cosmetics, which is a very successful makeup company. And he's also a YouTuber. He's very popular on YouTube. He's kind of controversial. But um, I know some people don't care for him and some people totally are in love with him. But he's very outspoken on his opinions and feelings towards everything. Do you recognize him? Oh, I, thought, mm, I thought this was a woman. Yeah, so that's actually a male man. Or I don't know how he identifies himself, but his name's Jeffrey Star. Um, but his story is actually he is really pretty, right? He's really pretty. He could do his makeup really well, and he dresses really nice. Yeah, but um, so there was this whole thing going around that he, Kanye West had an affair with him, and that's why they're getting a divorce. But apparently, it just came out that this girl just posted that on tiktok to get attention so this little girl i don't know i think she's based out of la she pretty much made this rumor up and it got huge like everybody thought it was true and every and like jeffree star even like found out about it. he's like no i am not into kanye like that's not that's not happening. And there's this whole thing because they both have ranches in Montana and Kanye's been out there for a while and Jeffree Star just happened to be at his ranch at the same time. So it was just this whole thing. But yeah, so that was a whole scandal that went down. But it it she finally um, fessed up that it was a lie to get attention. And I don't know if there's being, if, if they're pressing charges. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> that is... <sighs> Isn't that wrong? I don't know. I feel like that's so, that's stupid, number one. Yeah. Like, are you that desperate for attention? Come on, go go do something with your life. And like, those are real and people. Exactly. And yeah. the other thing is, that's the other thing. First of all, Kanye is a fragile human. As we all know. It, like, he, I just feel like that is, of all people to pick, you picked Kanye. Yeah. Who is... Everybody knows he has mental issues mm-hmm. that he struggles with. Why? Why do that? Come on. Yeah. Come on. I think she's just been off of it because she heard that the divorce was happening. So she's like, oh, I bet I can make it and twist it like this. Because everybody, because Jeffree Star is always trending somehow. 
But like, what are your thoughts on Kanye's like music and like his clothing line, the way he lives? Like, what's your opinion on Kanye just in general? I really, Kanye is so controversial. Mm-hmm. I really like Kanye though. I feel like he was a huge part of my childhood. Like, yeah. 808s and heartbreaks. Here we go. Yeah. Like, yeah. even before that, college dropout. Yeah. Like, okay, when I thought I was going to have a graduation, I was going to, I was going to decorate my cap as the graduation album cover. Oh my album gosh, cover that would have been great. With the little teddy bear and yeah. like put Cal Poly in the back instead of that college that he has. Yeah. That purple color is so pretty too. Yeah. I had it all planned out. Mm. But, so I, I love Kanye. But, and also I really, like, I know that there's always a controversy with Kanye, but I would like to believe that he actually does believe in God. I think Mm. that, I definitely think he does. Yeah. I just feel like all of his, like, personal struggles and faith struggles kind of intertwine and everybody just, like, jumps on him every time yeah you know which sucks and he's in the public eye so he can't really escape it yeah so i would like to believe those things to be true at the same time i feel like he doesn't always take responsibility or do everything he can to help himself ah so like he knows that he's he said that he said himself that he was bipolar Mm mm-hmm you can get help with that. Like, you don't have to just... Deal with it. You don't have to just let your brain go crazy because that's what it does without help, you know? Like, I I feel like he just doesn't want to get help. Mm. Even though, like, people around him want to help him. Like, Kim, I think... I could be wrong about this, so if you if you have better information, just send it to me (laughs) because I don't keep up with this stuff, really, but... Kim has like tried to even you can't just take someone to an institution like they have to be they have to go there willingly Mm -hmm. so even if somebody like takes him to get help like he still has to take those steps himself exactly and he won't so he go to a mental institution don't know I think he might have I don't know either I honestly don't follow him that closely yeah I don't know or was it rehab no I don't think it was rehab yeah uh, all you I, kanye I fans let us know you know who would know john murphy exactly <laughs> <laughs> he would. didn't him and someone else have a podcast all about kanye and adriana yeah i think yes. they still have it oh they do shout out yeah. to their podcast i th- i think it's called kanye conversations oh, okay yeah because yeah, I, I listened to it a few times we should hit john up yes if you yeah he's pretty much a kanye expert mm-hmm. it's a really fun podcast if you are intrigued definitely go check it out yeah they've probably talked about it yeah so i don't know but um i think he's a insanely talented artist and i think his clothing line even i like his clothing line i liked it too still don't have a pair of yeezys but i will get one eventually we'll get there and yeah i think he's really talented i just feel like he could i just wish he would take care of his mental health like yeah. it makes me really sad that like did you ever see the joker the movie mm-hmm. no you never saw it i heard it was great oh wait gosh, the Robin. joker wait the joker or is it the girl with the pigtails 
No, that was, Quinn? That was just something else. Suicide that was, Squad. Yeah, not that. The Joker, Joker that came out within like the last year or so. Oh, no. Is it good? It's so good because, well, it's really good, but it's also very deep and very heavy because it's talking oh. about mental health and like how like like the joker is supposed to be like a villain but essentially it's talking about how everybody in his life played a role in like his downward spiral oh and it's just really good but anyway there's a part in the movie where they show like his little journal and he's like the hardest is something this is verbatim he said something to the effect of like the hardest part about having a mental illness is that everybody expects you to act like you don't oh wow that's a great line yeah and that's kind of how i feel like about kanye where it's like we know that he struggles with his mental health Mm -hmm. and everybody judges him as if we don't know that you know yeah so no, that makes sense. I mean, and but the thing is, like, you can't blame everything on mental. Yes. Um. Uh. Your mental mindset, wellness. But yeah, I do think he. There are actions that he's done that have stemmed from that. But also, I think too, like, he's a very smart marketer too. Mm-hmm. So I know when, like, um, Kanye twenty twenty, when he was gonna like run for president. I think when he initially announced it i think his albums came out something of that like correlated so he's a very smart marketer in that sense Mm -hmm. and his music genuinely like um his i think the latest one he's done is yay um i think that was the last one and then he did kids he ghost and i think both his project with kid cuddy both of those albums absolutely loved and i loved um uh uh no more parties in la um Oh, what's the oh, the orange one? The orange cover. Um, uh, Saint Pablo. Saint. Uh, no, that wasn't Saint Pablo. What was it? It is. Is um, it Saint Pablo? But it's not called Saint Pablo. What's the album called? It's called. Oh, the life of Pablo. Yes. I loved that album too. So I I genuinely enjoy his music, um, and his. The way he performs, like the floating stage, he did that whole thing. And I think he really genuinely cares about his um, his fans and like mm-hmm. the people that follow him. And also when he did the um, Jesus is King album and oh, when he did all the Sunday services, Oof. didn't you go? Yep. Or, yeah, you went. I would have killed to see that. And I so wish that it would have been. And I think he's utilizing that platform to kind of you know, bring more glory to God with his Mm -hmm. work. So I do commend him for that. But unfortunately, I think he's kind of known for not being so stable. So it's like, I know a lot of people aren't taking it serious. But yeah, yeah, I I don't know him personally. I can't say anything negative about him because I don't know his life. I don't know what he's struggling with. And like people have their opinions about the Kardashians. Like I said, I don't know them. I can't judge them. Um, I think it's very hard to have majority of your life documented for everybody to see. So I don't think people give them enough grace. Exactly. So, and I mean too, like for Kim's sake, she has three kids. She has countless amount of businesses that Mm -hmm. she has. And she has this husband that's very high maintenance. Yes. And I mean, I don't think it's bad to be high maintenance, but like 
you got to, who knows how long this has been going on. Like, like you've been married for what, 10 years, maybe? No, I think 2013 is when they got married. So maybe seven years. Oh, you know what I I said about the seven? Oh my gosh, you did. I have to fact check that. But so I don't know. I Uh, Now I want to know when they got married. Yeah. So this is the seventh year. Yep. In May of 2014 is when they got married. Mm-mm-mm. we so, shall see yeah i don't know so i just praying for that i mean like that sucks like one it's it's sucks to have a public relationship but like to have a public divorce mm-hmm. like that's got to be tough and like there's so many people's opinions and yeah who like, don't matter but they, like <laughs> okay that's an, i was having a conversation with my friend it was a while ago and I was like, how wild. It was when, oh, that's when it was. It was when Ariana and Pete broke up. They mm-hmm. broke off the engagement. I was like, I'm this random girl from Southern California. And I should not know this girl's relationship struggles and status. Mm-hmm. Like, why exactly. do I know this? Like, that is not, like, I just think being in the public eye, people fantasize it so much. Like, you have so many eyes and opinions on you. And I don't think I could do it. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like it's too many, like, first of all, I feel like part of it is when people, like people who live public lives, I feel like it's really hard for people to realize that they're human that they're human yeah and also like it's so hard because like okay like the kardashians put so much of their life on display it's really hard to then go back and be like okay you guys don't have access to this part of my life Mm. it's like purposefully too like they yeah they know what they're doing when you put so much of your life on display then people feel like you're accessible and Mm -hmm. they can just say whatever they want yeah like it's hard yeah it's hard and it's hard to like switch between that of like okay i'm gonna give you all this all this all this but not this and it's It's like like, you "Mm." have a whole sex tape out and you're not gonna (laughs) like you know you're true you're right yeah like not that that's it's still her life she still has the right to be like this is where i draw the line Mm -hmm. but i don't think people really see it that way no i feel like they're entitled because they know entitlement we could do a whole episode on entitlement yeah an entitlement is kind of like another another form of like assumption like i assume that because of this i get this Mm -hmm. and you know or i should get i should get this treatment or i should get this discount or whatever because i know i know this person oh yes well do you know um what happens when you assume (laughs) tell us tell the people what happens it makes an ass out of you and me assume a-s-s-u-m-e yep so yeah that's another thing too like i've gone out to (laughs) pretty have you ever heard of pretty privilege (laughs) yes (laughs) um that's something that i've just never been blessed with and i'm actually really happy about it but like i've known girls we've go we've gone out in like orange county and they 
because yes, they're very pretty. Yes, they're very skinny and very fit and very good looking wearing the outfits that can get you in places. They think that they can get in for free because they're pretty and they think the club needs them more than they, than they need the club. So I've gone out with those people and let me tell you, it's exhausting. So there's entitlement (laughs) because I'm just sitting there in the corner. Like I do not want to be associated with these people, but like, I mean, that's also a form of entitlement. Like I'm pretty. So you definitely get to let me in this. I don't know if it was a Colin Cowherd or what it was on sports radio. And he was like, he's talking about it. And he was like, you don't want to marry a 10. Nobody (sighs) wants to marry a 10. You want to marry like, a six, seven, mm-hmm. maybe an eight. And he was like, because they are still normal looking. They're not like extremely beautiful, but they're pretty. And they have had to work and work to do things in their life. They haven't just had things handed to them. Exactly. Have you heard of the hot, crazy matrix? Mm-mm. Okay. I'm literally going to send this to you right now. It's a seven minute long video. And it's pretty much, oh, I'm going to airdrop. Pretty much it's saying exactly that. It's um, like on one spec, on one side of the scale, like the, the y-axis is hot and then the x-axis is crazy. And it's pretty much like um, a 10 and a zero is they don't exist. Like that's a unicorn. Like you, like a 10 hot zero crazy does not exist or something like that. But it's pretty much like the hotter they are, the more crazy they are. And, and it's about like, it's just this guy, it's really funny. Um, and he's like completely serious, like draws up a whole whiteboard thing. Definitely check it out guys. It's really funny. Um, but it's like exactly that. Like you want a girl who's like a six or seven on the hot scale and then like a five crazy because you need a little bit of crazy for a little bit of yeah. fun. But yeah, I say like, because definitely like, for instance, for me, like totally exposing myself whenever I go out, my friends get picked up way before I do. But if I have a conversation with the guy at the bar, like once we get into that conversation, like I've made a friend like because is, you have substance. Exactly. And it's like, I may not be the first choice, but I got I got stories. I got jokes. Like quality. Give me a second to impress you. Exactly. And I'll. It'll be a thing. Also, please don't take offense to what we're saying. We no. we're not. <laughs> we're not wrecking on pretty people. No, and I've met and genuinely really pretty nice people. Exactly. I have. Like, please don't. We're talking about the the nth degree. Yes. The tens. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like too. Like that's pretty. I feel like that's pretty accurate, you know? Yeah. Okay, guys. So Imani went on a date and we're just talking about, we talked a little bit about the date, but we're now we're just talking about women's standards, I guess. Yes. And how we're not, how Imani's kind of going against the grain. So for instance. Yep. The short hair. Yeah. I never, I can count on one hand the amount of times I've worn makeup. I don't like heels. I don't like carrying purses. Let's see what else is odd and i'm putting odd in quotes well i mean you dress more sporty not a lot of dresses Mm -hmm. like but you can dress up for like events yes and i enjoy it for events but i don't i'm not just gonna throw on a dress just because so you what did you wear on this date i wore a hoodie 
and some Nikes. And he and jeans. And did he like comment on your outfit or anything? He liked my sweatshirt. See? And it wasn't but it wasn't like a like it just wasn't it didn't feel it didn't feel like a judgy situation, you know? Yeah, you're just kinda hanging like, out. Yeah. And yeah. it was like I like you in this. Like I don't need you to put on a dress and heels and makeup. And, yeah. And like that is just something that is portrayed all over the place. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, the beauty standard is insane. Yeah. And if you don't fit that slim mold of what the beauty standard is, that can be, like, detrimental. Mm-hmm. You have to really do some work to not let that ruin your self-perception. Yeah. So, so. when a guy, like, for this instant, like totally loved how you rocked it like that is a total confidence boost exactly for us yeah exactly and i'm tall Ugh. which girl i, I, I mean know. you can't control that no. but also it's always the short guys that are like you're so pretty blah blah yeah. blah and it's like <laughs> thanks i'll just be it's, here it's not <laughs> funny it's just like but it's common i'm t- i think it's some it's type just of like i don't know yeah it does something to you when you always like the people who don't like you it's, it's a great <laughs> story of my life yeah like so to for it to like match for once is like okay good. yeah yeah it's like huge confidence so it was fun had a good time yeah we'll see what happens we'll keep you guys updated yep also robin forearms oh my gosh okay and back. Oh my goodness. Robin's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can get into this. Robin's weakness. Yes. So I don't know what it is when it comes to guys. Um, I know eyes are a big thing and like smiles are great. But like when it comes like I'm all about personality. Do not get me wrong. Like if you can make me laugh, you can steal my heart. Like it's great. But when it comes to physical attributes in a man, obviously I like him tall because I am tall. But I, my weaknesses is forearms. So I'm not like crazy about like, like the, the vein. I'm not crazy okay. about the veins. Like if you have too many veins, like I get creeped out. Like that's just too much. But if you have like the one or two, like that's fine. But I like just, it, it, it's just like a symbol of like a man to me. And if he has strong hands, cause I have actually very weak hands. Um, it's something that kind of runs in my family on the women's side. Cause we have arthritis. So, um, like a man that has like workers hands like I love like not like rough or anything but just like very built and backs I like backs too like if I can hug oh my gosh when I hug a guy and I can feel like he works out his back like you don't have to be I don't want a guy that's like brought so broad like he can't fit in an airplane seat like I don't need that like if you want to be built like that's great but like I like muscular backs that's just my personal preference what are yours? Hmm. I really like chest. Okay. I, think I like chest more than back. Okay. Although I feel like they do kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. It's kind of but, weird only having one of the two. Yeah. But I like it because I like if you are taller than me, I just like that you have like little muscular chest that i can like snuggle next to you know (laughs) yes i also 
this like muscle right here above the knee above the like the isn't that like the quad the, the quad yes yeah. a defined quad huh i don't know what it is how funny but like when you can see that in like sweatpants oh my gosh like and you're like do you know that's what stood out to me like the he first doesn't time skip leg day exactly yeah we don't want <laughs> like your balance spaghetti noodle legs i like a man that with like a a solid bottom half too yeah yeah it i don't know it just like is i, I like the cut there yeah it's just little things like you don't have to it's not a requirement yeah but it's definitely a bonus and i'm curious yeah. like what it is with women too like i know some people prefer like like i know guys always say like oh i always look at her smile first i always look at her Liars. eyes i don't Liars. think you do like i'm gonna be honest i mean we got humps in both yep. sides of our bodies like i know you're into one of them like it's <laughs> fine it, it it's fine <laughs> i don't care it's okay it's, it's okay. okay and if you're one part of the body if you're a butt guy then great if you're the other one that's great Everybody i has love their own. that argument i love hearing guys like debate the two yeah because like to a woman it's just like they're just there we're just you know? here yeah and we can't control half of it well actually technically you could you can get a boob job and you can build up your butt yeah. if you really want one but that's like true some people yours truly are gifted in both areas unintentionally <laughs> i did not, nothing to deserve did, this <laughs> honestly and i'm saying it's more of a hassle than a helpfulness half the time <laughs> but also another thing too when it comes to like i don't know guys i guess or whatever um one thing too like i've always been self-conscious about my giftedness because i was actually made fun of for them were you an early bloomer yes i was early bloomer yep. in every way possible so That's like so tough it is and like boys literally boys don't know what to do with it so they they don't have it so they think you're weird and then <laughs> exactly and then they go into puberty and then they like can't help themselves but like look at them and it's just like <laughs> so i actually fun fact oh, is i school. always wear shirts that go up to like my neck like even now like i'm scarred and i don't wow so if you notice like every time we hang out i have like right now like i'm wearing this mm -hmm. and like um i don't ever wear a v-neck i don't ever wear anything that accentuates it because i'm also scared that somebody will talk to me just because of that it's just one of those things Dang. and that's so unfortunate it's not like, fair exactly i didn't ask for it no and also like that like that stuck with you like forever literally exactly. 12 years old like that 24 oh my man i read this quote wait let me find this because i feel like this fits this would definitely have to be like its own episode but i feel like it was so like it's just amazing good you got it, it says triggers are triggered in relationships but rooted in childhood wow i could see that like that's a trigger for you yes yeah because like un unresolved like trauma or like triggers that you don't know are triggers are so hard to 
control it's so hard to to be better if you can't if you can't put your finger on it you know yeah if you're not willing to actually think about like why does it bother me when she says like if you Mm -hmm. don't do that you just keep doing the same thing yeah and then you're 40 and you have the same you're just doing the, yeah you're doing the same thing and then when you have kids you do the same thing exactly it's like uh, that's one like thing someone to, has to be the one to stop it yeah one of the things the best qualities you can have is being self-aware being self-aware like i i remember i mentioned to you i think it was last week that you you knew you needed to kind of control your mental um wellness mm-hmm. and you're like i know a lot of that negativity is caused by social media so i'm gonna get rid of that and heal this part of my life and i commended you so much because you were so self-aware that that Mm -hmm. was the issue even though it sucked and like you missed out on a lot of things you were able to i don't know if you have healed but start that healing process of that wellness Mm -hmm. and i think that's such an important um attribute to have even if it takes you 40 years to get there, mm-hmm. like you need to be self-aware of what, how you operate, how your actions are portrayed on other people and how they affect other people. That's a big thing that I learned recently is like, if I make this one comment, how will this person react? Mm-hmm. Like, it's better to just not even make the comment, mm-hmm. you know? And like, sometimes it's in a malicious way, but I think it's something that takes a lot of like, investment in yourself and yep. really like be like you know exactly how you handle things how your like i said your actions affect other people mm-hmm. um but yeah that's something that i've been really doing the last couple months it's like this is exactly what i need to work on what is triggering this and how do i get rid of that trigger one of the best things that i asked or i heard i think it was honestly from a sermon and it was like um he did the example of like, oh, he just pushes my buttons. And then he asked like, why, why do you have the button? Like get rid of the button. <laughs> so he doesn't press it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that I've been trying to do. Like, why is their negativity bothering me so much? Mm-hmm. Like, let's figure that out. Like, why is it bothering me this much? Cause that's a big thing too. I'm a very positive person. Mm-hmm. And when I'm surrounded by negative people, I cannot enjoy myself. Yeah. So how can I enjoy myself around these people and not have this button to push, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is hard. Like, how do you figure that out? How do you undo a trigger? Especially when a trigger is, like, decades old. <laughs> no, yeah. Like... Yeah. Like, for for example, like, if... Like, I don't like when people invalidate my feelings. Mm, and it happens in my family all the time i get interrupted i say my opinion or whatever it is that i want and then we go the opposite direction Mm. which isn't saying like your opinion doesn't matter but it's like your actions that's how i'm picking up on your actions so like that's a big thing and i've talked to my parents about that like i don't think which I've told both my parents this, they don't handle emotion well. They don't want to, they usually don't, like we don't go in depth about the things that happen. They just happen and then we don't talk about it. Mm. Like to me, the way to meet a person in their feelings is to validate first and then respond. Yeah. 
like don't just tell me that you didn't like my like come like you you're not like seeing my side sure so to me like i've noticed that i've just like felt very secluded like not necessarily i mean i see them all the time but it's just like internally i'm just like this is not a safe place to like display emotion Mm. you know and that should be the safest place exactly it's supposed to be doesn't yeah so like which just made me more anxious because i was like so what is safe like now mm. now i don't know what's safe now i have another trigger you know it builds <laughs> just, it just like, keeps building exactly so undoing triggers man i i don't think it's necessarily undoing them i think it's healing them and i think yes. it's learning from them how to not be like okay for instance you don't feel validated address it and then if it happens again address it again like keep yeah. addressing it until they what are you doing? I know. But the thing is like the heart and I'm totally like, it's not just you. Like I have my issues too, but like working on it consistently, like it'll get noticed and it'll get picked up. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a habit. Yeah. And that's one thing kind of going back to what you said, like not having your feelings validated. One thing that I learned actually in high school was my art teacher. Uh, she was our yearbook person as well, but she always said, address an issue or address an opinion or whatever in a sandwich so for instance you think the best way to get to santa monica is the 405 and i think the best way to get there is the 101 and you be like well no it's the 405 because this is this and i say okay so here's the bread thank you for sharing that i can see what you're looking at but here's the meat. I think the one-on-one's better because this is this. And then put the bread together and be like, but I do think you have a valid opinion. So kind of sandwiching it being like, I acknowledge, here's what I think, but please remember I acknowledge. And like also like a compliment um, or a criticism, like thank you for sharing your idea. I don't think it's going to fit because of this, but I appreciate you sharing. Like that goes with anything, anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that should be implemented in everybody's yeah um, way they talk. Exactly. And like, I feel like that is like, instead of like, instead of, okay. So like, let's say you have like an extreme fear of rain. Oh, this is just an example. That would suck. Yeah, it would. But that's why you live in Southern I California. Say, you don't worry about it here. That's why you live in Southern California. Because <laughs> you're extremely terrified of rain. So let's say, like, you are supposed to be driving somewhere and you're always anxious that it's going to start raining while you drive. It, but nine times out of ten, that doesn't happen. Yeah. But the one time that it happens, you get in a car accident. Ah. Uh. Now, instead of you saying, well, nine times out of 10, though, it doesn't happen. And the one time out of 10, it happened and I got in a car accident. Now I just use that one out of 10 to completely invalidate the other nine out of 10 times that doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. So like for triggers, if I know, like I know my like weak points, even if they're like subconscious Like, I know that I don't like people to invalidate my feelings, so I don't share them. 
but nine times out of ten when i do share my feelings they're validated Mm -hmm. but the one time out of ten where it it just explodes in my head i'm like this is why i don't share my feelings this is why i don't do this yeah because i knew that they were going to invalidate my feelings blah, blah 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 but the truth is that's not it's just like you just take that and then you just explode it oh yeah so i feel like that's kind of I know that I'm that way, but it's just so hard to like slow down and like, okay, that's actually not true. Like you have to like talk yourself off of a ledge. Oh, you do. Yeah. And that goes with like comments. Like for instance, if I post a wedding video and I get seven comments like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But I get that one comment where like, eh, you could do better. I'd be like, oh my gosh, it isn't good. You know? Mm -hmm. But it's like these seven other people said it was great. And that's why like, like, I don't think I could ever be, like, an influencer or anything of that sort because, like, that is so filled, people not liking you, and then you look at yourself. I actually just had a really good conversation with um, a guy at the wedding this past weekend. Mm-hmm. His name is Alex. He goes by Amen Alex, and he started off doing a Instagram church. So it's called Amen Church, and it was um, it was actually before COVID. I think it was, a, I think it was before covid um, where he started a church on Instagram. So people had like genius, like everybody's on Instagram. Like that's, that's your, um, demographic and everything. And the bride that I filmed helped him out with that church. That's how they met. Mm -hmm. And he is kind of a full-time influencer with his faith. So he has people ask him questions and he has like little mini IGTVs on those conversations. Mm -hmm. Really, a beautiful person inside and out him and his wife. I met both of them and I absolutely loved speaking with them. So shout out to Amen Alex, check him out on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, everything. And I was talking with him about that. And I said, validation, it's gotta be tough. Like your career essentially is based off of if people like your videos, like that's how you make money. How do you handle that? Like, I'm sorry if that's being like kind of upfront, but like, I'm just curious because I don't think I could ever do that. He said, you have to remember like these likes aren't for you. Like they're for the Lord. Like you have to trust what he's doing. You have to understand that this is not validation for you. Like this is all glory to God. You know, like if he doesn't, and he says like, sometimes like if a, a video doesn't do good, I kind of sit back and think, okay, what did I do wrong? But he's like, it just can't get to you. Like, it's just one of those things where you have to remember exactly what you're doing it for, your purpose, who your identity's in. Your identity Mm -hmm. is not in these 100 likes. It's in God. So, and he said, it's, I'm not gonna lie, it's not easy, but you just have to remember what your purpose is here Mm -hmm. and what he's doing it for. And he, yeah, he was great. Really great. So that's something that, it's way easier said than done though, for sure. Way easier said. We could definitely do a whole episode on triggers. I got plenty. Everybody does. Yeah. That's the thing. And most people don't know them. I didn't know them. That's what's dangerous. For a while. Like a imagine, big ones. Imagine carrying around a loaded gun and not knowing when it was going to go off. That's terrifying. And it could, it could go off and it be pointed at someone. Now all of a sudden... You feel bad because you just shot this person. You don't know why. And they feel bad because they just got hit with a A bullet. Yes. And it's like, 
Well, I don't know why the gun was loaded. I have no idea. That's I don't what... know why I pulled the trigger. Yeah. You're I... the one who touched the trigger, so why don't you tell... You know? <laughs> You're the like... one who made me point it at you. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like... No, that's a really good analogy. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. But all of that... Not all of it. Not all the time. But a lot of that stuff is like rooted in childhood. Yeah. I'm telling you, the more and more I get older... The more and more I see my success, my personality, my life, not value, not worth, but like my life goal, I guess, and all of my lack of emotion is rooted in childhood. The more and more I get older, the more every single thing I do, it's based off of my um that way I was raised. And that was actually another conversation I had with the same guy, Amen Alex, because he has four small kids or three and fours on the way. And I was telling him how like my, like I have, I don't really date because I just can't find like a genuine man who works hard, who, because I'm on, and who's also in the church. Like, yeah. And I said like, it's just really hard because I want to meet somebody at church, but I just can't find one that kind of ticks all the boxes and he said, why do you think that is? And I think, and I genuinely think it's the way that they're raised. Like I was raised to work for everything. Like if I wanted a car, I, I wanted a car. So I got a job at, at 16 mm-hmm. and I worked for two years until I got my car. And then I wanted to go to college. I had to pay for my own college. Like if I wanted to do this, I wanted to study abroad. I saved for four years. Like I, my parents didn't give me like they obviously gave me a roof over my head, but they gave me opportunity in order to work for it. Mm-hmm. That was something that I appreciate. And I think that's something that all parents should do is give opportunity, not the actual thing. So like, if you want to make money, let's work together. Let's figure out how we can get you a job, mm-hmm. but don't just give me a job. You know, like there's a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that goes with entitlement, kind of going back to what we're doing. Whoa, that was the same conversation. Yes. So that goes exactly <laughs> uh-huh. with entitlement. And so, um, I think there's just a lack of that with people's family Mm -hmm. dynamics, but that was something that like, I learned how to work hard literally at 16, where some people are learning how to work hard at 22 because their parents paid their full tuition and didn't have to pay a single dime or work a day while going through school. That's true. Like your girl had three jobs going through college and on top of full-time school. like I'm ahead of the game. Yeah. Like I graduated at 22, but I feel like I was 35. So do you feel like you got robbed? Um, I was really upset that I couldn't have like the dorm life. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't, I don't think I got necessarily the full college experience because I commuted and because I had to work so much, I couldn't be as involved in things that I would have liked to. Like, I felt very left out, especially my sophomore year um, with our friend group. There were things like that I couldn't be a part of because mm-hmm. I had work or because it happened at 4 a.m., you know, like when I was 25 miles away. So it's like it wasn't I regret not like having like as many memories and moments and like, but also too like looking at the dorms at Cal Poly. Um, I'm kind of happy I had my own room. I didn't have a communal bathroom, 
but also like ultimately I graduated with no debt. So mm-hmm. I was already ahead in that way. So it's like, and I genuinely did make the most of my time that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I crashed at my aunt's house all the time. That was halfway. And like, honestly, like I regret certain parts, but like overall, no, but I do wish I had like the college more of the college dorm life experience. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly too, like I almost went to New York for, for college and, um, I almost went, to, almost went to the Fashion Institute of Design, and mm-hmm. um, FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology, something like that. And, like, I seriously considered it, but then I wouldn't have met, like, all these people, and I don't know. True. And I don't think I was ready to live on my own at that age, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. But, I don't know. Overall, I'm happy with my choice because mm-hmm. financially I'm ahead, and... um. I don't know. I actually had a lot of time to myself too, driving. Mm-hmm. I think that was the most I've ever been alone was through mm-hmm. it, through college. So, but it, that drive did suck. is good. It is. And I, I honestly you. learned yeah. to love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you regret anything college wise? This is going to sound bad, Ooh. but I don't mean it in a bad way. Do you I, regret living there? No. Okay. No, I don't regret living. I loved living there. That's such a pretty house. I loved living there, and I loved the people I lived with. Yeah. Great people. But I think I regret spending as much time in crew as I did. Really? Yeah. But not because not because the people weren't great, and not because... Not because it was bad, because I feel like it was responsible for so much of my growth, Mm. both in faith and as a person. But I think what I regret is losing myself in crew, if that makes sense. Like, it's like I formed my college identity as like, I'm a college student and I'm in crew. Mm. And like having been out of crew i feel like i was surrounded by a lot of people who had the same like kind of ideas about certain things yeah that like like i was thinking about this because like i remember when like in our house everybody started kind of dating at the same time and it was a huge thing of like we're not gonna kiss we're not gonna do this we're not gonna hold hands like all this (laughs) all these rules way too pure all these things about like (laughs) i'm not gonna do xyz because i'm trying to have proper boundaries and i'm trying to do blah 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 oh boy you know and that's like what was common in crew yeah like it was common to have a boundary talk and to be like i'm not crossing this physical boundary because it'll whatever reason something else whatever reason so the reason I was thinking about this is because of the date on Sunday. And I was like, this is literally the first date. They would be freaking out. They would be like, how dare you? Are you kidding me? Like you already crossed that boundary. Like, what if you guys date? How are you going to, how are you going to, you know, like just overthinking everything. And they just kissed guys. They didn't do anything. else. Exactly. Nothing else happened. I mean, it's not bad to have boundaries, but it's also like you're a grown ass woman who knows right from wrong 
And that's what, so to me, like, I was just like, dang, I really for four years was like, there has to be like this rigid, like path to things because this is everybody else's rigid path. Yeah. And how much of that are you really doing because you really believe you don't have any self-control? Like, I don't think that I have, like, I have a lot of self-control. Like... I am a firm believer that you can you can set appropriate boundaries and still enjoy yourself. Oh yeah, no, sense. definitely. Like you don't have to if you think that's going to be a problem for you, then don't. Then don't do it. We've had mutual friends who didn't want to kiss throughout the relationship because they knew that it would lead to something else and they didn't want to put themselves in that situation. Exactly. That is okay. So, and that is okay. And they had their first kiss at the altar. Yeah. And it was great. But that doesn't have to be the only standard. I know that's that not may- me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know for sure that's not me. Like, because to me, like, I just feel like it was taken way more seriously than it really needed to be, you know? And I took it way more seriously than I needed to. Well, then you think of like, okay, they made that boundary. Am I not as good of a Christian? Because I'm doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Relax a bit. And like, not to, and unfortunately, that's the kind of connotation that Christians get sometimes is being like people with sticks up their butt, like. (laughs) <laughs> like they just can't break any rules they can't do yeah. anything like we are human like it's exactly. okay it's okay to like things and like participate in things but also like know what we're called to do we're called to love and we're called to reflect christ mm-hmm. like obviously you don't sin intentionally but like it's okay to kiss somebody but, like if you can genuinely see some type of relationship with this person and you just want to give them a little a little smooch that is okay. It is okay to show some type of physical attraction and affection. Yeah. So anyway, Not I feel to like that's be rude. Exactly. Or like I don't know, I don't want to offend people. That's how personally I stand. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like a lot of like because I feel like I always at my core thought it was fine to kiss someone. I knew that. Like too. I never was like, oh, like oh, the big deal of like we shouldn't kiss yet. We shouldn't kiss yet, even though you're dating. I never really was like on board with that, but I also never was vocal about not being on board with it either. Yeah, because I was just like, mm, if that's how you feel, like cool. Yeah, I could see why. Yeah, and and I, I think like yeah. I took. Like my understanding, I, I think a lot of people took my understanding as agreement and I never corrected them. Mm. So like in their heads, they're like, yeah, Imani wouldn't do that. Same page. Yeah. Imani wouldn't do that. She, we had a whole conversation about this. It's like, yeah, but I didn't really give you my opinion. I just listened. Yeah. You know, so I feel like. There's a difference. There's definitely a difference. And I think a lot of like who I who I perceive myself to be, I don't feel like is who my friends and crew perceive me to be all mm. the time. Like there's a disconnect. That's a bummer. Yeah. 
And I know, kind of going back to what we were saying before, like, we also have a mutual friend where they were dating for like three months or something. And he didn't kiss her until he told her that he loved her. And that was like three months into the relationship or something. And I thought that was respectable because he's like, I don't want to just be kissing anybody that I don't genuinely love. And I think that's okay. Mm -hmm. I think that's totally okay. I respect that. Like I know the urge is there constantly before the I love yous. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very strong man Mm -hmm. for not giving into that. And I think he held that standard and I think that was great. And like, they don't show really much affection. And I think that's respectful and like props to everybody like that. So like when we were saying that is yes, a lot of self-control. I know. <laughs> I know. That is a lot of self-control. And like we were saying like, yes, it is okay to kiss somebody. But like, if you have that standard on yourself, keep it. Like if you want to wait until the altar, then do that. And if you want to do it on the first date after you've known the person for six hours, like I think that's okay too. So it's like to each their own. It was more than six hours, guys. Promise. No, yeah, not <laughs> Imani's um, personal experience, but like anybody. Like if you meet somebody cold blood off a dating app, like, and you meet up and you want to kiss them, that's okay. You know, I personally probably won't, but that's just my personal thing. But if I've yeah. known you, if I've developed a relationship, then let's get it going, you know? But to each their own, we're not discrediting anybody's um, uh, standards or lack of action because of their personal morals like Mm -hmm. please know we acknowledge like that is okay yeah so to each their own you should know your own boundaries if you don't create them before you're in a relationship yes have that be solidified and And no one can tell you that your boundaries are like too strict or no keep not strict enough that's yeah because you know you better than anybody else does exactly if you know that you don't have self-control and you have to go all the way each time, then take the proper precautions to not do that if you don't want it. Mm-hmm. So. But also don't judge other people based on your boundaries that make you. Oh my gosh. Comfortable. Amen. Because. Amen. At the end of the day, I'm not going to go around calling people who never kiss prudes no that's fine if that's where you're at if i know some people who don't even hold hands because they're like my mind just runs away and i just can't i can't i can't do it yeah fine that is fine if i'm dating somebody i'm going to hold their hand yes and do not give you backlash for that exactly and you can always adjust your boundaries if you need to yes it is your own relationship do not judge other people's relationships it's not yours just because they don't have the same outlook on something does not mean that they're wrong and you're right yes exactly drop the mic drops mic (laughs) (laughs) this was a roller coaster of an episode i know we went everywhere yep we'll see how the edit turns out yep (laughs) well thank you guys for joining us for episode six Mm -hmm. um yeah email us if you have any topics you want us to go over if you have any questions music recommendations we are here to listen and here to be of assistance in any way shape or form even though we don't have our shit together we can help you try to get yours yep we're working (laughs) on it and you can help us too oh my gosh please 
yeah, send us podcasts, send us interviews, send us funny memes. Whatever it is. Whatever. It's jokes. We love jokes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so we will see you guys on the flippity flip. Yep. Hope everyone's having a great January so far. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Bye.